Alright, my favorite uh, superhero is going to be Tony Stark, Iron Man. Uh, he's got a suit for every purpose, and he knows how to use it. We're waiting on that uh, Thanos buster. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf, ah, nerds. from the TV screens and movie scenes, from collecting your favorite pop toys, they're figurines, where cosplay is your freedom of expression, where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. To achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor, you're going to be deciding as the days and the years unfold what you will do in life, what your life's work will be. Once you discover what it will be, set out to do it and to do it well. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. For it isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. Welcome everyone to a new installment, issue number seven of the comic section. I'm your co-host Jason alongside Lil Siu. And as you guys heard a few seconds ago, tribute to the late great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It is Dr. MLK Day. CEO, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling real good. How are you feeling? I am feeling great. <laughs> and you know what's so cool about that tribute is that, you know, this show is all about heroes and comic books and pop culture. So we celebrate heroes. And I'm like, yo, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if he's not an example of a hero I don't know what is I mean from everything that he represented about bringing all people colors and creeds together under one united front one big family to me that's an example of a true hero what's your thoughts Oh, yeah, definitely. Obviously, an American hero, somebody we should never forget and should always be learning about right. um, in our schools and in our history. But yeah, um, it's a great day. It's a wonderful day. I hope everyone's taking kind of a quiet moment to think about how far we've come in this country, how much further we still have to go, um, especially since we talk about comics and pop culture here. We've kind of had, um, you know, they're gr always growing, always getting better, but we've kind of had darker moments in the past couple of years. We've had the whole comics gate controversy right. um we've had the star wars actors and actresses being chased off of social media you know mm -hmm. we've, we've just had some darker moments so i hope that people are willing to listen and think about how <laughs> we still can do more we can do better and try to be better nerds to each other um be more accepting be more open-minded and try not to gatekeep so much <laughs> i'm saying i love that man especially all, on this day yeah absolutely man i love that all nerds let's all come together man we're all one big family you know we like to nerd out you know i had a great time nerding out the other night seeing dragon ball super but we'll get into that <laughs> in just a little bit now you mentioned uh comics gate yeah um can you kind of break that down for the people like what that necessarily mean or details or? yeah um you know oddly enough this is one of those controversies that kind of flew under the radar for most like uh you know like the Layman, the normal guys who just read comics. It mm -hmm. was mostly affecting, unfortunately, the creators of comics. Uh. Um, but basically what happened is there was um, a small group of alt-right kind of people mm -hmm. who are... I don't, I mean, I don't, I want to, you know, I'm just going to keep it real. They're backwards thinking. They mm. want their comics to stay the same uh. and never change. Um, you know, they want their, you know, they want white men to be the main focus in comics forever. And anything mm -hmm. other than that is just social media, whatever, whatever gotcha. social media pandering or whatever you want to call it. Social Got justice it. warrior. Yeah, SJW, yeah. You yeah, know, right. um, so unfortunately, these people started targeting either publishers or creators who didn't kind of fit into their box of what they thought comics should be or what creators should be like. So mm. it was really, you know, sucky. They were targeting women and they were targeting people of color. They were targeting LGBT creators and it, it, it was just a shitty time. <laughs> mm. I just keep it real. Yeah. Um, so they were doxing them, you know, uh, boycotting their their books and stuff like that. Um, right. It's just not a great time. Uh, you know, luckily for us, it did kind of blow over. A mm. lot of amazing creators stood up. Gail Simone, um, you know, Neil Gaiman. A lot of them came hard for those people and they didn't tolerate it. So um, I hope we learn from their example, <laughs> right. you know, and use our either our positions of power or just our normal positions in society to kind of be like, listen, dude, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not going to tolerate that here. Comics are for everybody um, and they always will be. So there we go. Love it. Love it. And, you know, like you were saying earlier, 
come on, guys, let's come together. It's MLK Day, what he represented, we all can learn from. So, uh, again, if you're, you know, wanting to know more about the great civil rights leader, my one of my personal heroes, Dr. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr., of course, there's so many things you can look up and research because you'd be surprised and, you know, educated as well, man. Have fun while learning about a true hero, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. All right, CO, it is time to get into the breaking news headlines. And CO, we had some trailers drop over the past couple of days. Oh boy, they were getting crazy this week. They were, man. Let's go ahead and start it off with Spider-Man Far From Home. Nick Fury just hijacked our summer vacation. Awesome. We got gifts, Parker, but we have a job to do. Are you going to step up or not? You're all alone. Your friends are in trouble. What are you going to do about it? Wow. (laughs) Oh, gosh, it was so fantastic. It was amazing. Like I did that, Amazing Spider-Man. But this ain't Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man anymore. This is Marvel slash Sony (laughs) Spider-Man. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, uh, I love the trailer. I'm super excited. Now, I have some questions. All right. Now, does this movie, do you think it takes place before or after Endgame? I, I, I'm. I don't know. I don't want to say this because I hate being wrong, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't see why, how anyone could think it was before. It's clearly, it, to me at least, it's clearly after Endgame. Okay. Um, you know, he, he looks like he's a little older. It seems like there's something has happened between him and the, the elusive uh, MJ character that mm-hmm. makes him, he went from liking the other girl to all of a sudden liking MJ, you know what right. I mean? So it seems like time has passed a little bit, at least to me. Um, and then I feel like the, the appearance of Mysterio is mm-hmm. a result of the disappointment appearance of or not disappearance but maybe the deaths of major characters and avengers right so all of a sudden new heroes are trying to pop up to fill that void well you know what's so interesting uh there was one particular shot in the trailer that i saw online that someone kind of was like yo freeze frame and it's the passport like when oh that's a good that's right when peter showed his passport it doesn't show a year or date it's just blank well you know what that's you think not that's even, on purpose? That's A, either on purpose, but B, that's not like highly unusual for them. They've okay. edited or, yeah, they've edited trailers before. Like, for example, when they gave us a trailer for Infinity War, uh-huh. they edited um, Thor's eye back into the trailer. Because remember, oh, he lost his eye. That's a good point. Um, so that was still a surprise for us when we saw Guardian, I'm not, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> when we saw uh, Ragnarok, yeah. you know, because uh, he lost his eye at the end of the movie. So right. um, they've been known to edit the trailers to hide big clues so uh, i don't know okay um, okay I, I i don't believe everything i see when it comes to the trailers anymore point. especially when it comes to marvel right for sure so um mm, okay. I, i'm just trying to use like my deductive re- things that they can't edit in a trailer gotcha to figure out if this is after i just i think it's after okay but that's I, just me i'm with you on that <laughs> i'm with you on that i'm just excited to see it but i i'm not gonna lie i was one of the few people who were like man why are y'all showing this now is it <laughs> isn't it kind of like spoiling in game well, a little bit for me at least um it just solidified the theory of course that people anyone who got dusted in mm-hmm. infinity wars is going to come back right but i feel like anybody who's read the comics anybody who has kind of like any common sense would realize of course the people who got dusted are going to have to come back right because i mean black panther got dusted you right. know, uh, P- again, Peter Parker got this. Right. These major characters that they're building the foundations of further franchises on, Ant-Man, mm-hmm. Wasp, um, you know, they can't, well, he didn't, I know Ant-Man didn't, but anyway, these people are going to come back. Um, right. So that just proves that they are, of course, that doesn't, to me, at least it's not a spoiler for uh, Endgame okay. because we knew that they were going to make it, if that makes sense. Right. You know, Sp- Spider-Man's got future movies, Black, Panther, Black Panther's got future movies. Um Who's going to die, though, in Endgame could be a big, you know, reveal. We still don't know that. None of that was alluded to in this trailer, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. And uh, and you were talking about uh, Mysterio, his character. And, of course, you got the, the elementals, right? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people are already having their theories about that as well. Um, I guess from seeing them. I mean, it looks amazing. I'm you it have does. you have my money, so I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about it. And yeah, I'm just interested because I guess after seeing this trailer, it makes me want to see in game that much more. Oh yeah, just to see Most how definitely. 
what happens and how everything, you know, comes to be and how the universe is going to be looking now since we know Spider-Man is coming. We know all the other ones are coming, but how they do it. Right. How they get there, of course, is right. going to be the mystery and is going to be the best part of that movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, the way that Far From Home felt for me, at least, it felt like everything's back to normal. They're mm-hmm. kind of going back to their lives. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like a, you know, an end game or yeah. End game prologue. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I think that when end game does come out, it's going to have a nice little bow on it and we'll be hopefully satisfied <laughs> and be good to go. Um, because really, I mean, far from home is in July, right? right. And, uh, and end game is, is in like April. April yeah. So, yeah. So uh, that makes sense to have that space in between. That's good um, point where everybody's like going back to their normal lives. Right. So it looks like we're just going to have to wait and see, (laughs) you know, I mean, Hey, we got so many movies you got to check out. And that one being close to the top of the list. I mean, if it wasn't for Avengers and Captain Marvel, that would be at the top of the list. But either way, I'm excited <laughs> and uh, definitely be there because I know I'm going to be there. You're going to be there, too. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for Mysterio. That's uh, a character they, you know, oddly enough, the character is in almost all of the video games. Yeah. Um, he's very prevalent for Spider-Man, but we've ne- they go to the they go to the Green Goblin well, like, so often with their movies. Right. Um, so it's really exciting to see a new villain, especially kind of a questionable villain because mm. he was never, in the comics, like, he was never good at it. He was right. almost like a Dr. Light kind of character. For, like, remember the Teen Titans? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, he would try really hard, but he kind of would goof up and always get arrested. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, I'm really excited to see Jake Gyllenhaal's version of this character. I'm really excited to see what they do with the Elementals because there's two paths they could do there. Right. You know, they could do the actual authentic Elementals because uh, those haven't really ever been explored in comics. Uh, so the rumor is that they are going to do some sort of reinvention of characters that already exist, um, like Hydra Man, Sandman, Molten Man, to cr- kind of create this team up of the elementals. Um, I don't really think that's what's happening, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll see. I know I'm excited. And, you know, July can't get here soon enough. April can't get here soon enough. March can't get here soon enough. We got those three movies, man. Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man, Far from home another trailer came out too that we got to talk about now we're talking about john wick chapter three parabellum do you expect him to make it out a 14 million dollar bounty on his head everyone in the city wants a piece of it i say the odds are about even dark five seconds john wick excommunicado in effect in three two one And away we go. Wow. Zio, your thoughts on the trailer? <laughs> God, I love John Wick. Yeah. Um, it was awesome, as always. There's tons of action, tons of violence. My my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a little a little more insider look onto the storyline, which I'm really excited about. Because I, I, I love John Wick, and he's mm-hmm. a badass, but I... I I honestly don't know how he's going to make it out of this. I don't know either. I, I don't think no he's going to live, but that's just me. Yeah. Because after the second movie, I mean, you've seen the second movie. Of course. Okay, cool. So for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm probably going to spoil the end. But, uh, you know, he's running away from every agent possible in the hotel that's coming for him. And, he, you know, he has a bounty on him. So it's like, dude, it's like him against like, I don't know, a couple hundred Basically everyone Everyone's in the entire line of their their work. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I don't know what he's going to do, but just from seeing the trailers, John Wick, he's going to get out of it, you know? I mean, I, I think he's going to go go down swinging, but yeah. I don't think he's going to make it. I really am oh, you think he, You think this is it? I think this is it for John Wick. But that's, mm. um, I mean, I'm really excited for uh, Halle Berry's character. I love the dogs and how she seems to use them. Yeah. Uh, offensively, that's awesome. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't see it because no one's helping him. You know, so where's he going to get supplies from? Where's, where's he going to get rest? You know, like, I just, I don't know. I'm worried about him. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm worried too. I am. But you know, it just seems like he finds a way. So here's fingers crossed. I think he's going to do all right. But then again, he might get double crossed because, you know, the ones I'm just saying, I feel like (laughs) something's going to happen, man. Maybe someone from the first film that he allied with, you know, might make a turn. You never know how these things go. It's a trilogy or it might be more to it after this. I don't know. You think it might wrap up after this? Just chapter three? I I feel like 
I like to end things before they kind of start dragging out and being lame, kind of like like shows like The Office kind of just dragged on a little too long. Mm-hmm. I feel like a trilogy is a good, solid, you know, set. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm right there with you. So we'll see. I'm excited. We're going to be there. Uh, John Wick, will he survive? <laughs> that should be like the ending of the subtitle yeah. of the trailer. Like, will he make it? John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Be on the lookout for that. And, um, yo, check this out, though. In the world of movies, we're going to stay to it. It looks like Glass, which is coming out, or when you listen to this, I've already came out, is set to make $120 million opening weekend. Now, that's a great thing, but critics have kind of had little mixed reviews yeah, on this, man. they were panning it. I'm so surprised. Yeah. Because they loved the split when it came out. Right. And then, you know, Unbreakable was good. I think it was, I think the reviews were pretty good on Unbreakable. And then when Split came out, because of course, you know, M. Night Shyamalan, 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 ding dong. Yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> so his career has been up and down, man. It was straight up a roller coaster career. Because whenever he comes out with a movie, you're never really sure because he's put out some. Some stinkers? Some stinkers, man. <laughs> yeah, he put out some flops, man. It was flopping a lot. But it, but Split Split was kind of like, okay. Yeah, it was a smash hit. Yeah, so, but I don't know. You know, reviewers are saying, eh. But, you know, once, I don't know most of you guys might have gone out to see it. So definitely let us know your thoughts on it. Because I know I, I do plan on seeing it. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to go always by the critic reviews. Oh, yeah. But at the same time... Yeah, it makes you hesitant. Right. And you know how expensive movie tickets are. Yeah. Especially I, if you have a family. Yeah, I'd rather save my tickets for, you know, more like big Marvel movies, DC movies, stuff right. like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, honestly, I feel really bad. I've never seen Unbreakable and then I didn't see Split and I really wanted to, which was messed up. Yeah. Um. Because I didn't realize, and then of course I wanted to see Glass, but I didn't realize it was part of a set or a trilogy. Right. Um. So then now I got to go back before I can even watch Glass. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah we'll see and hopefully hopefully the critics are kind of like oh well a little kinder (laughs) yeah a little kinder we'll see we'll see but there's one movie that uh very controversial uh well i shouldn't say controversial i mean you have your diehard fans you being one of the most diehard fans of this franchise and we're talking about (laughs) ghostbusters that's right it's being made once again but this time jason I believe it's Jason Ritman. Mm-hmm. He's actually directing it, uh, taking over the reins of his father uh, who passed away. And I believe he directed the first film. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Harold Ramis, who played Egon, directed the second one. Um, but he plans on bringing this back a sequel, not the sequel to the reboot that came out about two years ago. Yeah. But this is actually set in the original Ghostbusters universe. And he put out a little teaser trailer. You can check that out. So, I got to go to, you know, the Ghostbuster uh, fanatic here. Uh, Lil CO, your thoughts. Oh, my gosh. On I'm all so of this, excited. on everything. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm not okay. going to lie. Uh, okay. When they did the the remake, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, the re-envisioning right. uh, two years ago, I really liked it, actually. I thought it was really funny. Mm, you know, okay. it kept to the it kept to the heart of it. Um, you know, the, the actors had a really great chemistry that was perfect for, like, a little group, mm-hmm. you know, of, of co-workers and stuff. Um, the an- Not animation, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah, the animation uh, for right. the ghosts and stuff. Oh, my gosh, they were so on point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't think that the, the reimagining deserved all the hate that it got as a, uh-huh. as a person who loves Ghostbusters and loves the original movies i think they need to like tone it down mm. um but yeah this is this is what we've all all the ghostbuster fans have been waiting for is a a a current or not current a in-world sequel to the world with with venkman with egon with with um stance and and right. Zetamore. Yeah. um that's what we're dying for so i'm really excited i'm really excited that it's the son of the original director i'm mm. really excited that he seems so passionate and excited about it right um i'm just my biggest hope is that he can get the original actors on board like the reimagining was able to do a few years ago so right yeah and you know after you know, and I I did see the reimagining mm-hmm. of it. Like I know you, we were like, "Yo, I'm gonna give you the Blu-ray so you can check it out." You have to see it, and I saw it. Oh. I, I saw it last night, and I liked it. Oh yeah, I liked it. I liked it. You know, I, you know what it is because you know the nostalgia. Yeah, that's you know, it. That's it's what true. it is, man. It's like you see a particular franchise you grew up with, and we're all guilty of it. I know I am, so I'm 
oh man, like don't mess with my like don't mess with my turtles and all of that. <laughs> but so I I understand the nostalgia factor. I guess my thing is I just I wish it was a part of yeah the original yeah you know because seeing the you know the uh, the main characters being different people yeah it was like ah oh, I wanted you to be who you were but I I get that this is a different timeline. Um, but with this one right here being set in the original, I'm super excited. I don't know what they're going to do with it. And I'm sure Dan Aykroyd, I'm sure he's going to be in it. I'm sure my homeboy uh, Winston's going to be in it. Yeah. You know, and Bill Murray. See, he's he's going to be the wild card <laughs> that Peter, tears the whole house down. Peter Bankman. <laughs> oh, man, you know, it just brings me back to that one clip from the original movie where, like, you know, Bankman first encounters Slimer. Remember that? Uh, like yeah. in the hallway, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that iconic scene. That iconic scene. Oh, that thing was so funny. Pickman, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. It's right here, Ray. It's looking at me. He's an ugly little spud, isn't he? I think he can hear you, Ray. Don't move. It won't hurt you. slime me that's great actual physical contact can you move ray ray come in please i feel so funky spangler i'm with bankman oh you got slime that's great ray save some for me yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> this slimer cracks me up i'm not gonna lie that thing was so he was so creepy looking yeah, i was gonna say man that thing was not the cartoon slimer that i was used to he looks like a snot ball <laughs> That thing, I don't know like what that booger. thing was. That was like a green <laughs> demon. That's what that was, man. I was scared to death of Slimer in the movie, but uh, yeah, it was something else. But yeah, man, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, with you being a Ghostbusters expert. Oh, I'm I, obsessed. I yes. go to you for all <laughs> Ghostbusters stuff. So, uh, yeah, man, definitely be on the lookout. And it looks like summer 2020. Yeah, That's what they, the teaser said. They really committed to that. I'm, that makes me way more excited. Right. Because, and I know I've talked to you about this, but... Um, a lot of people don't know uh, Ghostbusters actually has a huge amount of comics. Yes. There's so much content out there in it. And as far as I know, the creators of, of Ghostbusters have said that they are canon. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so much that they could do. That they could pull from the comics to kind of build this new movie. But right. um, we'll see, man. I'd really love to see like maybe their um, grandkids or, you know, something like that. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm excited. Just seeing the Ecto-1. Oh, yeah, that was enough. <laughs> Come on, man. That's part of my dream car, man. If I ever get rich and famous and wealthy, I'm getting me an Ecto-1 just so I can have and just pull up during Halloween. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, man, I'd be so dope. Put a system in it, too, with the <laughs> Ghostbusters theme song in yeah. it. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, man, definitely be on the lookout. Summer 2020 Ghostbusters. We can't wait. Best villain. Best villain. Darlaks. It's got to be. For 50 years, they've been going to battle with the Doctor, and they're always there. They're the quintessential villain in the Doctor Who backstory. All right, now it is time for a coming soon preview. CO, got some news. My beloved, my favorite franchise movie, superhero characters, (laughs) all time. <laughs> you know what it is, guys. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is having a reboot, and uh, I'm nervous. As you should be. <laughs> yeah, because it's basically the same production company, yep. Platinum Dunes. They're yep. doing it again. They were the ones that did the last two movies of the Turtles that, you know, financially, the first one was did okay, and then the second one didn't really make a good bit of money to warrant a sequel to it, so now they're rebooting it. And uh, yeah, it's Michael Bay's production company. Um, but I believe the producers or the directors and writers are the same people who did A Quiet Place. So that's a good sign, right? Yep. Uh, but I am terribly nervous because I did not, I'll be honest with you guys, I did not like at all <laughs> the last two ones, man. I mean, they were huge steroid looking turtles with all these accessories and gadgets and do-rags and shades and, and everything on them. I'm like, oh, 
Oh my God, the do rags. That, that cracked me up. Oh, I couldn't stand <laughs> that, man. I'm like, you don't need to do that to the turtles, man. Just get the to get the red, the blue, the purple, the orange. We know who they are. They don't have to be super huge and, and all the gadgets and stuff, man. We don't need all of that. Yeah, they're ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great point, man. I'm glad you said that. They're ninjas. You know how hard it is? Think about it. Donatello had all these gadgets on him that had to weigh another 35, 45 pounds. Oh, yeah. Like he had a whole computer accessory on his back. Try sneaking around when you're beep-booping. Exactly, <laughs> man. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, but uh, it looks like it's going into production and uh, by the end of this year. So 2020 release is coming. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm so nervous for yeah, you. I'm very <laughs> and for for you know teenage mutant ninja turtle fans because uh, boy they're like almost in my opinion they're like up, right up there with like transformer fans. Like if you do not do it right, they are mad. Well, well, yeah, you know, <laughs> which is fair. You know, yeah. I mean, this is this is the turtles we're talking about, man. You know, I'll put it. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it, man. Turtle fans are more diehard than Transformers fans. I'm saying that right now. Got them. I'm saying it right now. Maybe because I'm a turtle fan. That's just <laughs> that's just me. So yeah, let's hope. Uh, turtles, please. Michael Bay, just stay away from it, man. Seriously, just stay Jesus. away from it. Just have someone else come in, do what you need to do. You know, collect your money, I guess. But uh, all right, now <laughs> let's go ahead and get some other news. Looks like we already have another toy leak. Uh, Godzilla, Mothra. The new Godzilla King of the Monsters that's coming out later this summer. I'm super excited about it. But unfortunately, Toy Company might have given away a plot detail to the movie. Um, If you guys want to know this, uh, well, if you don't want to know this, you probably want to fast forward a few because I got to let you know. So the toy in question is Godzilla and Mothra and Godzilla is like super red. And when he turns red and fiery, usually that means he got a power up. He got a boost because, you know, of course, they're fighting King Ghidorah and King Ghidorah is the toughest foe that Godzilla's ever fought. And a lot of times Godzilla would need help. He needs that power up. Yeah, he needs a power. (laughs) He needs a charge, man. It's like, yo, I can't do it on my own. And Mothra is in the actual toy packaging and mothra is like super red as well and what they're saying is that looks like mothra might have sacrificed herself for godzilla to beat king Ghidorah. no yeah (laughs) my baby yeah yeah man i mean these toy leaks i mean we've talked about this before ah i'm just like why do better yeah like you can hide them you can just wait you know but of course in the age of the internet you know, all you got to take is just one person to take a picture yep. and upload it, one get leak. excited, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's viral, baby. Yeah, so here's hoping that uh, that that's not what was given away. But I'm excited. I'm going to see it because I'm a huge Godzilla fan. So, uh, But I hope not. I hope it wasn't a leak, but we'll see. Or a plot leak or detail. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And uh, also, it looks like, uh, what, Entertainment Weekly? They are yeah, exclusive first look. You know what I'm saying? We protect the earth from the scum of the universe. With agents in every major city around the world. Some more decorated than others. Agent H, you're one of the best ever to wear the suit. But you'll need a partner. There's a moral in MIB. We have a problem in London, Agent M. Come on. The world's not going to save itself. Are you saying that you need me to save the world? Oh, snap! Oh, snap! Oh, snap! Men in Black (laughs) International, what's your thoughts on this, Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. First of all, of course, I love Tessa and and Chris in their black and white. Right. (laughs) Looking fine. You know? Um, but yeah, we got a sneak peek look at some of the first aliens, which is cool. Um, some of the uh, scenes, or not scenes, um, they, it's, they're really taking the international to heart, man. We saw some desert. We yeah. saw some different cities around the world. Um, they're definitely getting around. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, I was really excited. That made me more excited. Right. Right. <laughs> of course, man. Men in Black International. 
I'm ready for it. And yeah, it's just a whole look because you got to think about it, man. I mean, Men in Black is such a beloved franchise that, you know, like they got some big shoes to fill. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, Agent J and K. I, I don't expect them to be in it, but at least, you know, a little nod to them, you know, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. like uh, they're up on the wall and yeah. like wall of fame portrait, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully that happens, you know, and uh, speaking of Agent J, you know, Will Smith, Big Willie style, Willennium, the Fresh Prince. He's back with Martin Lawrence, guys, man. We've been waiting for this bad boys. Full (laughs) life is coming out, man. It's officially in production. It was rumored for a long time. A lot of people didn't know if Will was going to come back. A lot of people didn't know if Martin Lawrence was going to come back. But they are back better than ever. Come on, man. I'm hype. CO, are you a fan of the Bad Boys? I am. Yeah? (laughs) I I was a huge sucker for uh, Martin Lawrence when I was younger. Okay. Uh, And uh, obviously Will Smith, fan favorite, fan favorite Will Smith. But yeah, I love, you know, I love action movies. I love the bromance. I think Mm -hmm. that's, I just, I'm such a huge sucker for that stuff. Yeah. Um, But yeah, their team up is fantastic. And, you know, we really need that. We need it. We need (laughs) it. it. Come on, man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited. So definitely be on the lookout. Bad Boys for life. Yes. We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life. My favorite superhero is probably Wonder Woman because she's strong and knows how to like fight for what she believes in. But she also has like the side where she um, still has faith in humanity, even though what she sees is pretty like intimidating. All right, CEO, it is time to get into our review segment of the show. So uh, would you like to go first or you want me to go first? You want me to go first? <laughs> I guess I got to tolerate your your Broly movie review. Oh, you got to tolerate <laughs> it? Well, sit back and relax. This is going to be fun, CEO. <laughs> so the other night I went to go see Dragon Ball Super Broly with me and some of my fellow listeners here of the Comic Section Podcast. Thank you guys for coming out and interacting. And uh, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. It's the best Dragon Ball movie yet. Oh, Lord. Please go see it. <laughs> I see you see you hear the sarcasm in Seal's voice. It's all good, guys. I'm working on her, man. We're going to get her to that theater to see it somehow, shape, form, or fashion. We'll have to kidnap her. We don't know. But it was amazing, guys. Oh, I'm not going to give anything away. Matter of fact, here's some uh, reviews from some of the listeners who actually went out there with me. Actually got to talk to some right outside the theater. Check it out. This is Nix. I just left Dragon Ball Super Brawly. Over the top performance by Kiri Tokiyama. That was so good. Humanizing Brawly. Best stuff ever, man. Keep it going. Alright, just came back from seeing Dragon Ball Super Brawly. I loved how they brought stuff from every series. They had stuff from Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Super. It was it was amazing. So I just saw uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly, and man, it was so amazing. They brought back Broly. They rewrote his character. Uh, you make, I mean, made you feel for him. Um, and it was really funny. Light of surprises. Really well written, and inc- insanely animated. It was so good. So good. It's the Mutant Maestro. We just finished watching Dragon Ball Super Broly. It was super epic. Just brought together the the rebirth of fusion and the Broly story all in one. Like. It's the fan's greatest story ever. Just, you got to see it. You got to own it. You got to watch it. It's it's all. (laughs) Boom, CEO. What you got to say about that now? You know, I know I gave it a lot of, uh, a little smack talk about this, but, Uh um, yeah. Uh, you know, I've actually heard nothing but really good reviews from a lot of my friends on, like, um, on Facebook and in person and Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and my, my friends, when it comes to Dragon Ball Z, are kind of hard to please. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm really glad it was good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you weren't going to get me out there for that. Oh, you know what? You know what? That's all right. That's a challenge, man. We're going to get CEO in that theater somehow. But yeah, it was great. I recommend it. All of my Dragon Ball Z fans out there, Dragon Ball Super, uh, I don't want to give anything away. So I'll just, you've heard the reactions from some of the people who saw it. You've seen my reaction on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. It is worth it. Please go see it. But I will tell you this. It was the funniest thing in the world in that theater. CEO, it was sold out. And it was nothing but grown men. Aw. Right? And I like we, that, though. And maybe, and maybe like four kids was in there. But everyone else was in their 30s. We were just sitting there chilling, just talking. 
It's like, yo, man, how old are everybody in here? Like, oh, probably not 30s, yeah. 30s, <laughs> but you know what? 20s. Those those people grew up with it. So yeah. they were watching it when they were like, you know, 15, 16, and they grew up and now they're right. 30, man. You yeah. know? I like that. I think that's cute. Yeah, man. Dragon Ball forever, True man. fans. Dragon Ball forever. <laughs> All right. And uh, now let's go ahead and get into that deadly class. Yeah. Ah. CEO, you want to break it down? Absolutely. Um, as you guys all know, I have a certain kind of soft spot when it comes to independent comics, but hey. uh, Deadly Class is one of them. They're awesome. Uh, Deadly Class is a indie comic from Image Comics. Um, one of the co-creators, Rick Remender, who was the writer of the series back in the day. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure he still is, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> he was actually on the show. He was he was there every day. He was one of the producers. Yeah. Uh, so he had his fingers, or he had his hands on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I mean, he, you could tell, you could really tell that somebody who loves that, that story, who yeah. knows the characters was working on it. Cause it was, it was really good. Yeah, man. Um, but, you know, you guys know I was kind of hesitant. I don't really like stories about teenagers, no matter how cool they are, if they might be assassins or whatever. Hey, man. Uh, but it hit me in all the right spots. I really liked it. Hey man. Episode one, you know, I, based off your reaction to the actual series, I watched it. And before you came up here to record, I will say this right now. I'm hooked. <laughs> they got me. Because it usually takes more than one episode to get me. It kind of, you know, it's like, okay, you might have me. You might have me. Let me check out maybe episode two, three, four. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm in. This show right here, it got me. Like within 20 minutes in. First episode is like an hour long, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you know what's so cool too? I didn't know this, but uh, Joe and Anthony Russo. Yeah, the Russo brothers. Them. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they produced this. So, yeah, after watching the first episode, I will say I, I love everybody in the cast. I. Uh oh. No. No. Okay. Well, you, you've read. Okay. All right. You've read the comics, so obviously you know more. But in in this world, in the TV side, I thought everyone was cool. I, I loved everybody. Yeah, but you you're like nah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I'm not gonna say that. When it comes to my my opinion, my review of the show, um, it's only one. It's only one episode so yeah, far. Yeah, right, right. So we're just exactly. basing it off the first episode, off the the pilot. pilot um, yeah. <clears throat> I will say that the sound effects I thought were really cool. Like some of the like the staticky, quiet mm-hmm. in some scenes. Um, the musical score is fantastic. It is very much so. Um, and, uh, the aesthetic, very pleasing. I'm loving the costuming. I'm loving the, 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 the school architecture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, now when it comes to the characters, I mean, I think everybody's doing a good job, but the actors, I don't know. I'm still a little, I'm in the air. I'm not, okay. hate, I'm not hating on them. Okay. I think they're doing a good job. Right. Um, the stunt work looks really cool, it does. but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the actors quite yet. Like okay. their deliveries for fair. the characters. That's fair. But, you know, it's the first episode. Right. They have to cram so much into the first episode. They have to introduce these characters. They have to explain the school. They have yeah. to, you know, so I have to give them that credit. I'm excited for the second one, but I am, I'm, I'm interested because mm. at first I thought it wasn't going to be, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'll watch the second one. Hopefully I'm really excited. This is going to be one of my new favorite comic okay. shows. Okay. Well, this is all, <laughs> hey, this is already a favorite of mine already. This got me. I don't know what it is. It's just, the, I, I guess maybe it was the story and the tone of it. Because mm-hmm. when we were talking about this earlier, a couple of issues ago, how this one is kind of like the Assassin's X-Men. It's like the family. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the teacher who teaches all the Assassins how to be even more deadlier Assassins so they can go out into the world later and do what they got to do. I kind of like that spin because you're thinking, oh, okay, you're going to do the right thing. Like, nah. Yeah, they don't care. They you, don't care. You can be the bad guy. You can be the good guy. You can they be don't whatever care. Whatever you wanted, if you want to kill somebody, you have every. You can do it with that teaching, and I'm like, wow, okay, this is different. This is dark. Uh, so yeah, I was I was hooked. So uh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> oh, my only thing is though, and I don't know why I didn't realize this, but uh, it's rated M for mature. Oh yeah, uh, it is. so be ready for mature themes. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, because I totally like not that I wasn't ready, but I like I was like, oh my bad. Yeah, <laughs> there's blood, there's violence, uh, and there's yeah, some uh, yeah. some sexy stuff, and yeah. I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> Man, so yeah, um, for all of our parents out there who have young kids, yeah, you probably want to be aware, be it. very aware. Um, what you're getting yourself into just letting you know right now rated M for mature so there you go 
All right, CEO, it is your time to let us know <laughs> the great new comics that comes out every Wednesday for New Comic Book Day. And uh, what are the new ones that we got for all the people? So I got a few things I want to talk about this week. Okay. Uh, so Fantastic Four number six is out. All right. Um, if you are a fan of the Fantastic Four, if you're very excited about the upcoming, hopefully, movies from Marvel um, and you want a good jumping on point, this is it. Number six sees the return of Galactus. Hey! Yeah, we all remember that guy. Yeah, we do. Um, So he he's coming back. The Silver Surfer obviously accompanying him. Um, I'm really excited about this. Obviously, it's a cool... We, we love Galactus. It's great to see him come back. But mm-hmm. hopefully, this is a sign that Marvel will be touching on that character soon in their movie universe. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even after Thanos, since hey. he's such a big galactic threat. That's right. Um, But yeah, definitely pick that up this week if you want to jump on the Fantastic Four. All right. Right. Um, if you guys hadn't heard, uh, Conan the Barbarian number two is out this week. Uh, hey. Conan the Barbarian is finally back at Marvel. They own the licensing again. They R- lost it for a few years, but they got it back. So, yeah, I was going to ask that. So um, so where did Conan go? I think it was um, it, it was kind of complicated. I think okay. he was with like uh, he was like over a dark horse, but then he was in D.C. for like a minute. OK, um, he was kind of just bouncing all over the place. Yeah. Like, there was an interesting crossover comic with him and Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. It's like Wonder Woman teaming up with Conan. Yeah. Um, Conan appearing in Red Sonia. I mean, he was just kind of all over the place wherever huh. they could cram him. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, all he's right. finally back at Marvel. He has an ongoing story. Yeah. Um, two more spinoffs are coming. So get excited for that. If you like Conan, mm-hmm. now is the time to jump back on it. Awesome. Okay. Well, uh, do you think they're going to like do another Conan movie? Oh, God. <laughs> they had your boy. I mean. They had Aquaman in it. You know, it just didn't really pan out. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 yes. I think they could totally do that. Okay. Um, I think that actually if they did do it now, it might be the best Conan movie you would ever see. Mm. Um, Since Disney is behind Marvel and they've got that Disney money, they've got the Disney creatives. I think it could be a slam dunk. Right. I don't personally want to see that, but. Yeah, <laughs> I can see where, you know, there, there's there's definitely an appeal. Okay. People like Conan, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> Bring Arnold back, man. Bring no. Arnold Schwarzenegger back. No. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? That'd be hot. All right, cool. Okay. Um, but the other big thing this week is the Batman Who Laughs. There we go. Um, You guys might remember this from the other, from our other issue where we did the best of 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite comics that recently came out from DC was... Uh, Dark Knight Metal, which was an awesome, huge event that happened at DC. Um, So as a result, this is a spinoff featuring the Batman Who Laughs, which was Bruce Wayne in an alternate universe if he had become the Joker. Mm. Um, So if you like Batman, if you like the Joker, if you like twisted, dark storylines, this is the book for you. So do not forget to pick it up. Awesome. Okay, I like that. I like that. And uh, so Batman becoming the Joker. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's weird. Whew. That's weird. I might like Batman after that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. It's all good. Okay. And uh, so, and also, I believe there was a, oh, God. a little teaser announcement yep. with uh, Marvel and X-Men. Do you, I do, do you know anything not, about that? I, I've seen it. They've posted like three times about it. Oh, wow. And I still don't know who it is or what they're talking about. I'm so excited. I'm like buzzed. Okay. <laughs> so basically, uh, Marvel Comics put out a tweet um, that I, well, not... Well, let me see how I can phrase this. Uh, a person that you have spoken very loudly about, <laughs> Rob Liefeld, uh, he's uh, he kind of put up a little sketch of an X-Men character that we may know or, or may not know. Yeah, I mean, we don't even know if it's an X-Man. It could be just a villain or something. But yeah, it's just it's a, a male figure, at least I, can, I think I can tell, a male figure wearing a helmet that has mm. the iconic X on it. Okay. Um. So at first it was just kind of like from, you know, a, the shoulders up and then it was a full body sketch. Yeah. And, but this person has, it looks like, swords on their back they've got big old guns mm-hmm. um like rifles almost i i don't i have no idea who this could be i don't know yeah. if it's a new character i don't know if it's a reimagining of an existing character or what it means is yeah. it is it going to be comic book related is it going to be movie related mm. i we just don't know okay. so yeah it, i feel like i'm like amped up like i'm like my the arms or the hairs on my arms are just standing up i'm right. like amped and ready for them to finally announce whatever this is whatever this is man <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not excited that it's Rob Liefeld, but right. uh, it says in the bottom, what was it, the bottom right corner? It was yeah. like 1992. Yeah, so this a sketch is a really from 92. old sketch. Yeah. 
but they're bringing something to life. I don't know. Maybe something he created that they kind of shot down. Right. That'd be interesting. Mm. Well, he gave us Deadpool. So. Did he give us Deadpool? Oh, who said that? Uh, <laughs> oh, I know man. He, he gave us Pouch Man for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what wow. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it is going to be interesting. 2019. I mean, we're already in it and we're definitely getting a lot of major news. So I'm definitely excited whenever Marvel puts out an announcement, the world stops and it's the X-Men. So you already know. The world is going to stop for the X Men and Marvel <laughs> comics, so we'll we have to just wait and see. So uh, wait and see. So again, make sure you goes go guys out there, go pick up the Fantastic Four number six, Conan the Barbarian number two, the Batman Who Laughs number two. Go to your local comic book store today and pick it up. And again, shout out to our good friends over at Soundwave Comics in Somerville. No. That's one of the greatest places you can go. Family environment. They'll teach you right. Make sure you get the right comic that you need and that you love. So uh, (laughs) definitely be on the lookout, man. Comic Book Wednesdays. All right, guys. We are in the segment that we love and that you guys (laughs) love to hate. Love to hate. And love to, uh, yeah, I think that's good. Love to talk about. Love to talk about. (laughs) It's the Hot Take segment. CEO and myself, we give our hot takes on things that you may love that we may not like so much. And you guys may have something to say about it. That's why it's a hot take. Unpopular opinion about things that are super popular. Things that you might love that we may hate. All right? <laughs> I love it. So, uh, CO, would you like to do the honors? Do you want me to? Um, I did the honors last that's week. That's true. And I know you kind of like me going first a little bit. But I'll leave it up to you. No, if you, you want know me what? to go first or you want to go? I'm, I'm going to take the leap this time. Okay, see you. Because I'm real hot under the collar. I'm excited to talk about my hot Oh, all right. Now, guys, <laughs> guys, just be prepared, okay? Those of you who've been listening, you know how CEO goes, okay? When she's excited about a hot take, <laughs> be prepared, all spicy right? Spicy meatball. Be prepared, yeah, for the spiciness because it's coming. <laughs> I'm just warning you guys right now. All right, CEO. Take it away. I want to talk about one of our our country's favorite young adult novels. I'm going to take it back, you guys, to the early 2000s because I was reading this book when I was 13. But, yeah, I want to talk about Harry Potter, y'all, the, the literary phenomenon that just keeps on giving and just keeps sticking around. We can't make it go. J.K. Rowling seems like she's trending in every other day. Shout out, J.K. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, let's let's get into it. So I want to talk about two characters from this franchise that I feel like people give way too much credit. Okay. I'm talking about Dumbledore. I'm talking about Snape. Whoa. whoa. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But you know I do this. <laughs> so I just want to again reiterate everybody. Uh, CO is very excited about this hot take. <laughs> so if you're a fan of Dumbledore and Snape, <laughs> just be prepared. Okay, CO. My bad. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Um, I got a hot take about Dumbledore. Dumbledore, I feel like, I'm sorry. He he was not, everybody holds him up to esteem. Like he was, he was this martyr. He was this genius. He was the savior in Harry Potter. He's the reason why Harry Potter made it as far as he did um, again in his fight against Voldemort. But I'm sorry, guys. I just don't, I don't buy it. I'm I'm on Rita Skeeter's side. Dumbledore was not the good guy. He was manipulative. He put minors in danger constantly. Uh, he his 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 plans only operated on on luck, pure luck that people would do what he thought they would do at the right exact moment. So I'm sorry. I I, I feel like yeah, you know he died, and that's really sad and tragic. And yeah, he was a great man, but he was not right. All the time. He might have been a really great man, but he wasn't perfect. So I think everybody needs to go ahead and jot that down. (laughs) Okay. So me, myself, and I. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter person. I you know what? I was never on that Harry Potter uh train, if you could say. Uh I, I knew of Harry Potter, and of course, I mean everyone knew of Harry Potter. So this character is a very beloved character. Oh, yeah. I know this because, I mean, obviously I have friends who love Harry Potter and they are huge fans. So Dumbledore, I've heard the name and I've heard the love for Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that Dumbledore, eh. 
He doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve all of the the hype and build up that he gets, in my opinion. So, so do you, <laughs> so are you suggesting that Dumbledore wasn't really a good guy to you? Do you are you suggesting that maybe he was a bad guy in a sense? I I I just think that he was not. I just don't think he was a good guy. Like, I think he wanted to be. And I think there's a difference between having the intention to be good mm. and doing good things. Okay. Um, cause, All right. Because, I mean, just so many things that he did were so questionable. Ah. Um, You know, and, and sometimes even his motives were kind of questionable. Um, and they did explore that finally in Deathly Hallows with the, the biography about him when he did pass away. Um, but, yeah, I just I feel like. He put Harry in some questionable situations. He put Harry's friends in questionable situations. Um, He took advantage of certain people. He used certain people. And I just don't feel like any of that, even if your intention is to do good, Mm -hmm. is like right, if that makes sense. I I just don't think he was a super ethical person Uh, or a good person. But that's just me, obviously. Okay. Um, I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's the wrong opinion, but... Oh, (laughs) shots fired. And I think think that one of the perfect examples of his questionable ideas was trusting Severus Snape, for sure. you know, and, and and that's my other hot take is that Severus Snape was not, in my opinion, a redeemable character. Um, and I feel like the only reason people even consider, you know, trying to redeem him is because, A, he died, right? Oh, so now we have to feel bad for him, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and because <laughs> and because he did this thing to save him, he kind of like. He, he became a spy, basically. He uh-huh. worked for the dark side and was funneling information to the good side. Okay. Um, but the only reason he really did it was because he was in love with Harry's mom. Mm. And J.K. Rowling has confirmed, she has flat out said that if Harry, if it, if it, if it, if Harry had been anyone else, Snape yeah. wouldn't have done anything he did. Wow. He wouldn't have done it because he wasn't doing it for the right reasons. He was doing it for selfish reasons, and that oh. was for love. Okay. Um, or not even love, truly infatuation. Hey, man. let's be real, that wasn't love. Hey, well, hey, you, well hold on. <laughs> love can make us do some crazy no, things. baby. <laughs> you ever done anything crazy out of love before? Uh, well, of course I have, but th- this is not the same. You're gonna, you gotta read the books, or so, you gotta at least watch the movies. Okay. All right, I, I got him. You can borrow him oh. um, before before we could talk about that because he he wasn't he was more obsessed with her. Oh, um, okay. He was obsessed with her, infatuated with her. What he was feeling, in my opinion, was not genuine true love because genuine love would have, I don't know. He just he would have made different decisions if it was genuine love. Mm. But he, all the things he did was to benefit himself and okay. to make Lily love him and be with him, which is not true love. Mm. Man. I know. Just getting real deep here. It's gotta be. <laughs> Man, yo. So, Dumbledore. Yeah. Seal thinks, yeah, not too good of a guy. Not that great. <laughs> Snape trying to get with Harry Potter's mom, yo. <laughs> Creeping on her. He was trying to slide in her DMs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we all know how that is sometimes. <laughs> you know? Come on, guys. You ever slid in a DM? <laughs> Stop. Oh and he God. got ignored, but you're like, you're going to try anyway. <laughs> that was just him shooting the shot. That's what I'm thinking. He just shot his shot. And maybe, you know, I don't know. Okay. All right. I'm trying to, you know, play devil's advocate here, man. But sometimes you got to shoot your shot sometimes, fellas. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I love it. All right. Well, that was uh, CO's spicy hot takes. So uh, all of my friends out there, friends of the podcast, all of our listeners. At me. At. Yeah. <laughs> At us, man, at the comic section. Man, that's going to be hard to top right there. Gosh, man. All right. Well, last week, you know, I, I gave you guys, uh, you know, a discussion question about, you know, Professor X and, of course, Magneto. So now I'm back with another one. So my beloved, yes, CEO, get prepared. This is Ninja Turtles again. My beloved Ninja Turtles, guys. That's right. Now, the question is, who is the superior turtle? Okay? So you got to understand. You got the four brothers. Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, Donatello. And me, I've always been a Raphael guy. I'm still a Raphael guy. Raphael is my favorite Ninja Turtle just because he was cool. He had an attitude. He was like, yo, man, I'm going to do my thing. 
I'm I'm just hey I'm a loner, which in a way I, I can I can relate to that in some aspects, right? But then when I got older, I t- come to terms that you know Leonardo he's not so bad, you know he he's the leader, well quote unquote leader, and he just wants his turtles to you know his brothers to you know be on the right path and and just be the best turtles they can be, the best ninjas they can be, you know, following the teachings of Master Splinter to a T. And being a leader, you got responsibilities. When you get older, you know, you got bills to pay. If you got family, you got kids, you got mouths to feed, you know, so you kind of want to, you know, be on your responsible thing, right? And of course, you know, Mikey, we all love Mikey. Who doesn't love Michelangelo? <laughs> you know, sometimes you just want to cut loose. Sometimes it's like, hey, man, you had a long day. Get you some pizza, listen to some music, do some surfing, skateboarding, you know, just have a good time. That's what Mikey represents. And then you have Donatello. Donatello, man, you know, Donatello, smart, the smartest turtle, intelligent. I mean, he's all of these things and more. So I was thinking, who is the superior turtle? Now, of course, I'm biased because I'm like, it's obviously Raphael. But then I had to stop. I had to, you know, take a moment. Think and I, Yeah, I had to think about it. Can't just go off straight emotion. So after sitting back and thinking, I found out, in my opinion, the superior turtle of the turtles, who I would pick in a battle if, you know, if everything came to pass, or unfortunately, what if they all just went at each other? Who would you choose? My answer for the superior Ninja Turtle, Donatello. Donatello is a smart, logical thinker. Allow me to be the badass for once. Guys, we got a bogey. That's right. Donatello. Reason why I say Donatello, because like I said, he's the smartest, he's intelligent. You know, when you add that with the ninja skills, I mean, he's pretty much the more, he's the more superior one. I mean, Raphael, again, he's all emotion. He's a hothead. As much as I love him, you know, his temper sometimes gets the best of him. We've seen it over and over and over again. He doesn't like authority. I can relate to that sometimes, but then you're like, yo, man, we got a job we got to do, bro. You know, we can talk trash about the boss later. Let's get this done, <laughs> right? And then Leo, Leo's, you know, respect to Leo, like I said, but he's so by the book, you know? Everything's got to be this way. No, we can't go off path. This is yeah. the plan. This is what we need to do. This is what Master Splinter taught us. This is how it's supposed to be. Don't go off track. And he's just so, he, I mean, that's all he's doing is just following, following, following. But, I mean, what good is that going to do if you don't have that instinct of like, nah, I don't think this is going to work, you know? And, of course, we got Mikey. I mean, Mikey's fun, you know? But sometimes you don't want to, you got to get serious sometimes. And Mikey, I just feel like as much as we love him, he just plays around too much. That's why Donatello, strategist, he can create things. He's, you know, he's tech savvy. He can, you know, he has cameras. He has all of these things Plus, he's highly skilled. Donatello, that's my guy. He's underrated. You know, remember from the old cartoon theme song? Donatello does machines. <laughs> you know, I just feel like Donatello sometimes gets the short end of the stick. And speaking of a stick, he has a bow stick that he's very dangerous with. Donatello, superior turtle, in my opinion. Thoughts, CEO? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know a lot about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but yeah, um, I know you like to hate on them. <laughs> uh, only to get a rise out of you, yeah, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and listen, me listening to you, it sounds like got you got to go with the tech savvy, you got to go with the strategy, and mm-hmm. he's already he's like just as equipped or skilled at the you know being a ninja as everybody else. And right. sounds like he's got a little bit of an edge. Yeah. It sounds like all of the other the other turtles, their their strong suits, like their mm-hmm. personality trait yeah. that defines them. Right. Almost is a hindrance, you know, a little too silly, um, a little too strict and following, you know, the rules or whatever. You you box yourself into a corner if you you have to think outside the box sometimes. So sounds like you picked your man. Donatello (laughs) for the win. Shout outs to my man Donatello. Most overrated um, would probably be Batman, just because even though he's considered a superhero, he doesn't have superpowers, which I feel like most all the others have superpowers. He, pay, he bought his way in. <laughs> All right, CO. Hot takes is over. 
And uh, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> I know, right? I know. So again, if uh, if you have something you want to say, because I'm sure you will, definitely add us all over social media at the comic section, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, let us know. And also email us, guys. We got an email as well, man. So hit us up, comic section podcast at gmail.com. And before we wrap this show up, we definitely got to get into the big events that's coming up. And there's one big event that's coming up very, very, very soon, like literally right around the corner. And the comic section's very own CO is going to be in attendance. And I'm talking about the Charlotte Minicon 2019. CO, you want to let the people know more about this awesome event? Aw, yeah. Um, Charlotte Minicon is an awesome show, guys. Um, if you're familiar with Heroes Con in Charlotte, North Carolina, that happens every June uh, for the past 35 years, uh, this is the same comic book store that puts that show on. Okay. Uh, heroes aren't hard to find. They are awesome. They are innovators. They are leaders in the comic book community, so they know what they are doing. But basically, the Charlotte Minicon is just a mini-sized version of Heroes Con, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I'll be there. But if you guys want to know more information about it, it is basically on January 26th, and that is a Sunday. Um, it's going to be open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is a $5 admission to get in the door, which is super cheap, super affordable for the whole family, which is awesome. Um, and they're going to have some really great guests there. They're going to have people like Chuck Brown, Sanford Green, Rico Renzi, uh, Bridget Connell, uh, lots of local creators who are big names in the industry now, and they are out there kicking it. So definitely want to stop by and have an intimate moment with each one of them. Get your comics signed. Talk to them about what it's like to work in the industry. Um, even get some advice if you're also an artist or a creator. Um, but yeah, it's one of my favorite shows every year. Um, we drive up. It's like a two-hour drive. Drive back down. Have some delicious food up in Charlotte. You know, see the town. Kick it. Um, and dress up. Obviously, that's always my favorite part of it. Love yeah. cosplaying. <laughs> so if you're a cosplayer and you see me there, definitely take a picture with me. I'm very excited. Um, what you yeah. going to cosplay as? I will be cosplaying as Spock. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. I'm not too surprised. I've seen your Spock cosplay before. It's legit, right? It is legit. I got the ears and everything. I've got gotta, a phaser now. You got to have the ears. What, you got the phaser now? I have a phaser. Do you have the, do you, what is it called? The Vulcan death grip? Yeah, of course we're talking about. Practice that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, you know, I have a phaser, but he doesn't use a phaser. He uses the Vulcan death grip. Ah. Um, <laughs> because phasers are barbaric, as he so says. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> cosplay is one of the, the fun parts of it. Unfortunately, they don't have a cosplay contest. Okay. Uh, but you get to take pictures with other people, which is always super fun. Yeah. Meet a new friend. Um, meet people in your community, which is great. But um, it's definitely a great day. Perfect for the family. Perfect for everyone. Awesome. And you said that was the 26th of January. So that's a Saturday. Is it a Saturday? That's a Saturday. Oh, oops. All Sorry. Good. All good. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's even better. Saturday. Head on up there, man. And, uh, yeah, look for Spock and uh, take, some pic- take some pictures. And also, hey, check this out, guys. We love to hear your guys' voices, your thoughts and opinions. So as you hear throughout our issues, you hear yourself throughout the podcast. And if you would like to have your voice on the podcast, you can give us a voice. Actually, yeah, you can send us a voice message on Facebook. So um, that's a cool little, I didn't even know you can do that, but um, you can send like little voice notes, you know. Um, I love that. That's the only way I talk to people. That is, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, um, so make sure you uh, send your voice notes to us on our Facebook page. I think that's the best way to go. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So um, hit us up on Facebook at the comic section. And yeah, basically if you, you know, let us know your thoughts and opinions, send us a voice note and uh, definitely excited to hear your guys' thoughts. That way you can get at us. I want our hot takes on there too because I know a lot of people really want to respond <laughs> to our hot takes so again yeah guys January 26th that's Saturday Charlotte Minicon 2019 look out for Spock take some photos and have yourself a great time and also don't worry guys man there's a lot of cons coming and the comic section as a whole will be at a few so uh, definitely be on the lookout 2019 it's going to be a big year we're going to be out here and I can't wait to see you guys. I may have to cosplay too. Oh no, you're gonna. Have I've to cosplayed cosplay. before. <laughs> I have, and it's really, really hot. And uh, but we're gonna make it happen. You know, I'm not afraid. You know, I've done it before. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I can't be out here making a fool of myself. You gotta join me, okay? I'll join you. I'll join you. I, you know, cause y'all know, man. I was Black Panther at the Soundwave Comic Con. 
and uh, and it was it was really hot. I will yeah. say, I should have brought a fan. <laughs> but see, now I now I know, I know now. So, uh, but yeah, guys, that about wraps up another awesome issue number seven of the comics section. And again, guys, thank you guys for tuning in with us. Shout outs to all of our countries tuning in from all over the world. Can you believe that? That's amazing. I'm really excited about that. That's yeah. so cool. We have listeners from Turkey, Brazil. Brazil's been rocking with us. Mexico's been rocking with us. Yeah, you. Oh, man. Germany, uh, New Zealand, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. My Latin people. You know what I'm saying? So many countries. We, you know, we thank you. And of course, the good old US of A. We thank all of you guys for tuning in because we got more coming. So definitely be, what is it? What I'm trying to say? Just be, because uh, I have some secrets that uh, we're going to be doing soon, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a secret for me. Even. Yeah, some secrets that uh, I can't reveal. So, uh, <laughs> definitely. So, keep your eyes peeled? Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Yeah, right here. And again, make sure you guys tune in every Monday. Spotify, SoundCloud. Shout outs to Stitcher. Uh, shout outs to Apple iTunes. Uh, shout outs to Google Play. We're all over the place, man. Amazon Alexa, you can pod us on there as well so uh other than that have a great happy dr martin luther king jr day and uh we'll catch you guys next week on the comic section i am jason with lil ceo and we out peace i'm pretty sure i heard a pun anyway you got a question a comment you want to let them know how you feel you can shoot them an email comic section podcast at gmail.com you can get at little CEO on Facebook and Instagram at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay and on Twitter at Cut It Out Comics. And you can get at Jason on Facebook and IG at J Rock That's the letter J R O C D A M I C. Editorial content in this issue of the Comic Section Podcast was from the following dot coms Nerdist, Comic Book. Comic Book Movie, CBR, Netflix, Collider, Sci-Fi, Screen Rant, ComingSoon.net, and the YouTube channels of Sony Entertainment and Lionsgate Movies. Esta edición de la Comic Sección Podcast fue editada y producida por RedmanActual.com Redman Actual, el audio, la producción, la voz. Worldwide, baby. What? You didn't see that coming? Boom! Red Man Actual. <laughs>